the game is over and you want more. When the news breaks and you want more. When you wake up and you want more. It's highlights, it's breakdowns, it's analysis, it's opinion, it's curbside reaction. Your next day post-game podcast and it starts now. Uh, you know what, I think we deserve better. I think the guys deserve better as a team. We played a strong game. Um, for I think almost a full 60 minutes there, which is really good, and um, you know it's uh, it's a promising performance, but uh, tough outcome, and uh, I think we are better. At, that's hockey. Yeah, I think it. You know, I was going to make the uh, low blocker save, and I think it kind of just went off something in front there, and kind of went through. So I gotta, you know, after a game like that, and we play that way, I want to find a way to stop that puck for sure. Um, I think we connected all over the ice and. Um, from our breakouts, you know, helping each other out, supporting each other, and um, communication forwards D. It was, it was really smooth, and uh, yeah, so really top to bottom. We're buying into the system, we're playing the right way, and um, we're, we have better game management, which, which I think is important, and uh, stemming from our breakout. Um, so hopefully it's uh, a sign of good things to come, great things to come. Well, there's your Blues goaltender, Jordan Bennington who was in net as the Colorado Avalanche snuck away with a victory with a late goal in the third period, 2-1 to one, over your St. Louis Blues, giving the Blues their first loss this season when holding the opposition to just two or fewer goals. Hello, everybody. I'm Chris Kerber. Welcome into Curbside Reaction, your next day postgame podcast featuring everything St. Louis Blues. It was another tight one as the Blues for the second consecutive game played against a division leader, Two games ago it was the Dallas Stars. Last night it was the Colorado Avalanche. And for the fifth time this season, the Blues were trying to claw their way to four games over 500. And for the fifth time this season, failed to do so. But it was a close one, a tight one. There was great saves. There was a penalty shot. And let's get you to the highlights. Here's a shot launch wide of the net. Coming to the near side, racing to it, Kapanen. Getting it to Shen. Byram stripped it back. And the Avs down low, keep possession. Work it into the middle, right down the slot. They shoot, and they score. So Manson puts it in as the Blues failed to clear. Manson walks right down the middle of the ice to go high glove. And it bounces off the post and in. Colorado with a 1-0 lead. After Coach's challenge video review, it was determined that there was goaltender interference. Colorado clears it out. And the Avalanche, who have the seventh-best penalty kill in the league, have gone two for two to keep this game 0-0 through the first 10 minutes. And just the one shot on goal on that second power play. Coming off the wall, they go to the blue line to Byram again. Over to Manson. The Avs with some possession time. Dump it in. Shoot and score. They put it off of Bennington. And there was Johansson to find the rebound. And Colorado breaks through after sustained pressure to take a 1-0 lead. Puck to the near wing. Colorado on the puck. Turns it over. Thomas, shorthanded breakaway. He's in the clear. He shoots. He scores! A shorthanded goal. Robert Thomas ties the game one to one. 3.29 to go. Period number one. Here's a shot blocked away. Rebound. Sliding over was Justin Falk. What a defensive play. Saved a goal. And the puck cleared off a side. So Kale McCarr, a penalty shot. Here at 7.56, brings it in on Bennington. McCarr in, shoots, glove save, Bennington! Penalty shot, no good! And Bennington keeps it 1-1 with 12.04 to go in the third. 
Bodies fall, puck comes loose, shot in, and scored! It goes off of a skate, deflects underneath Bennington, and the Avs have made it a 2-1 game with 2.54 to go in the third period. Sunquist will break his stick across the post, and Colorado scores late after two Blues players fell to the ice and took each other out. And it comes back to Falkel on the wing. He shoots to the front, wide of the net for Shen. Bechnevich into traffic, shot blocked down, and the Avs score late and beat the St. Louis Blues by a score of 2-1. to one. And we'll have some pushing and shoving. Justin Falk's gonna get some help down over on the far side. A lot of pushing and shoving in three abs. Wait, the game is over. Drop your gloves and get in there and help a teammate out. Pull somebody off someone. And we will have it all separated in the St. Louis Blues. Blues a tough one here tonight by a score of 2-1. to one, Giving up the goal at 17.06 of the third period. And unable to find some points in a hard battle against Colorado. Let's check in with Colton Pareko. Probably played, played a good game, obviously. Um, just all around, if I've been here, obviously made some good saves at the, at the back there. And uh, Ford's did a great job, too. And um, D, good, I think everyone had a good job. But um, yeah, just a classic Central Division game. Um, tough, close scoring, and you know, nothing changed for us, really. I think, obviously, our forwards did a good job coming back and helping with support. And uh, I know that they kind of had their sticks in there quite a bit and uh, interrupted that quite a bit. But us, Leeds and I, um, Falker, Kruger, uh, Scandi, and crew. I think everyone just stayed tight on them and in the D zone and things like that. But credit to the forwards and, and all D-men just for um, kind of staying tight. And, you know, they're coming fast, a lot of speed and a lot of skill. So um, they move the puck well. They've been playing together for a long time. So um, you know what you're getting. So just try to defend hard. And know, it's tough to lose, especially in our division. But I uh, thought we played well. We Hopefully we can build on some things. And, I mean, it's hard to win in the league. You can't win every night. But... At least we can put a good effort. I thought we had a good effort and um, take that and hopefully we can go and get two points tomorrow. And Blues head coach Drew Bannister suffers just his second loss since taking over as head coach. He's now 5-2. and two, And he talked about sometimes not being able to win every game, but it's how you play the game that matters. And I've got to think that in the end, he's pretty happy with his hockey team last night. Let's hear from the Blues head coach, Drew Bannister. I'll, I'll take that effort every night. Like, I, I thought we competed. We played well. Maybe you know, maybe 10 minutes of the second period. I thought we got away from our game that we didn't play it in the first, but I, I thought we we certainly, did, you know, deserved, you know, a, a better result. But, uh, you know, our, our guys competed. They played well, um, you know, but some, there, there's sometimes that, you know, you're the better team and it bounces don't go your way. That just happens, it, you know. So, you know, for us, it's just about regrouping for tomorrow and getting ourselves ready. We forced them to defend. Like we, we didn't allow them to have the puck as much. Um, you know, I thought we did a good job managing the puck, especially in the first period, not allow them uh, to create as much as they did off the rush. Um, and I think that's, you know, that's 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 something that you have to be aware of when they're on the ice because they, they like to open the game up. And I, I thought our guys were pretty responsible playing against them. Yeah, right. Uh, right now, uh, we're going to leave him behind uh, to be evaluated, and I guess that's that's kind of the update I, I have right now. But he won't be available for us tomorrow. He, he plays a lot of minutes, you know. He so we're uh, we're going to need 
some guys here to step up and, and, and fill that void, you know, and if obviously if we, we have to recall somebody, you know, that, that person's going to have to come in and be able to step in. But, uh, you know, he, he's, he's an important player for us. And, you know, moving forward, we'll just, if we don't have him for the next little while, then, you know, we need guys to step up. Yeah, Scandy took a, a stick uh, just kind of between the eye and the, the bridge of his nose, uh, but he did come back at the end. What explanation did you get on the kicker? Um, the linesman, I mean, we, we saw the play. I mean, his, his stick was broken and it broke and it, they, they, they felt, the linesman thought that he had thrown his stick, you know, but it wasn't the fact. So, you know, it was, you know, an unfortunate call. You know, Binner made a great save for us, kept us in the game. We, we saw the replay. So his stick, when he swung, was broke and then part half went, yeah. Is this one of those games where you feel like your power play could have made a difference for you tonight? Yeah, and we had some real good looks. Like, uh, you know, early on, I thought, you know, we were, we were about to break out. But, you know, again, you know, we weren't able to finish on our opportunities, but they, they were there. Like, it, our power play, I thought, looked real good for, you know, I, I think we had three, three opportunities, four opportunities, at least three of the four or two of the three, we had real good looks. I thought we shot the puck a lot. You know, um, but we missed some some empty nets, or we missed the net. Uh, but I, I thought, you know, early on we shot the puck from the top, but we haven't seen, which created, you know, more opportunities for for guys coming off the flanks. I thought we made some some real good plays down low that just we didn't seem to be able to connect. I, I like the way we defended. I, you know, I thought we did a good job forcing them to defend, which allowed us to play on the offense and them not to get to their game, you know. So, you know, we got to a good forecheck. We were able to get pucks back. You know, I thought we did a good job managing the puck in the offenses old and holding on. Um, you know, we, we, we certainly created a lot tonight. Um, the opportunities were there. We just, we need to finish on those chances. Well, that's the reaction from the locker room. How about the broadcast booth? Grant Frederick filling in for Joe Vitale helped us break this one down after the game. I think they played, what, 57 minutes of a solid hockey game. And the puck management is something that really good teams, you know, they they find a way. Unfortunately, they lose the draw. Sunquist falls over someone and there's chaos in front of that. And they, they the Colorado Avalanche find a way to put it in and, that's why they're first in the, the division. Yeah, I mean, just teams like that that earn those top points, they, they, they find ways to win it. The power play is a factor. Now, there's two ways of looking at it. They got chances. That's one of the things you'll hear coming out of the locker room. So in that sense, I, I still think, Grant, you're in this mode, in this zone, where you have to break the season down in terms of where you were at when they made the coaching change and what has happened now in the seven games since. And you've only lost two of those seven games. You're seeing some opportunities, a little more creativity on the power play. But what you are not seeing yet is enough shots. And the five on three in the last game showed some of that. This night, I mean, to end up total, if the, if the shots end up staying this way, five total shots on goal on four full power plays for the St. Louis Blues isn't good enough. And more importantly, it's your top players on that top unit more than anything that are just not executing the passes and the plays. Yeah, absolutely. The second unit was where they found the success. So you, you, they need to find a way to get that first unit going. Um, how that is, I, I would say probably starting with shooting more. You shoot more, more opportunity to get in the net. Um, but they need to find a way to get that. Ford and Bennington uh, did what he needed to do, kept his team in it. 
uh, interfered with on the one goal, so that one was called back. That penalty shot save he had was huge. Huge. That was a momentum changer. Um, you have Kale McCarr, one of the best defensemen in the league, come down and you, you stop him. It eliminates any type of power play that they would have. Um, that's something you, you hope in the future they can take advantage of and get some momentum and you didn't you didn't really see you didn't see a ton of momentum but it didn't hurt them but that if they want to win games against really good teams you got to take advantage of those opportunities we saw tonight too something as well here for the most part actually they really did the blues tonight did an excellent job against McKinnon Ranton and Nachushkin and those matchups fell a lot on the top line for the St. Louis Blues. So when you really consider and look at something big picture here, not just the individual game and maybe the frustration of a loss, from a big picture standpoint, a lot of ice time for the Thomas line against the McKinnon line, and, and then, of course, obviously with Pareko and Letty defending a lot of those shifts as well. That matchup proved to be a good one. They did their job, and that is just continued growth of a young line that's learning to play every game against that. And you know, some coaches might not have they might not have they, they might have tried to keep those lines away from each other. But one of the best ways to keep that McKinnon line from getting at you is force them to play in their own end. Yeah, absolutely. And it's good to see with those guys. They're those three are high skilled offensive players. And to see the Jordan Kairos, the Bucinevich, and the uh, Robert Thomas playing a defensive game against one of the top lines in the league, that that's good for blues fans to see for the future. All right, Grant, the big moment for you here. Bud Light three stars of the game and the Vitali work boots. Who do you want to look at here tonight in a 2-1 one, one loss for to Colorado? I'm going to have to give the third star okay. to Bennington. I like it. Well, it doesn't matter really if okay. I like it or not. Second, second star I'm going to give to Josh Manson. And the first star, unfortunately, Devin Tays, game-winning right. goal. And your work boots? Work boots. Colton Pareko faced the top line pretty much all night, and I thought he did a pretty good job. Yep, Pareko uh, finishes the game with 25.05 in total ice time. And of that 25.05, 22.04 at even strength. Had three attempts at the net. Finishes with a couple of hits, a takeaway, and a block shot. That's a pretty good work boot night there see that's an educated three stars right there i mean you putting manson in there he, he had the goal that was waved off he took the hit earlier from uh from oscar sunk was he played a mean game back there defensively for colorado tonight and uh and he ends up getting grant's second star of the game thank you grant well tim woodburn he's got wild thoughts about the game of hockey he's a veteran hockey broadcaster of 13 years he's covered major and minor league sports for 30 years a fellow st louisan here are his thoughts on last night's loss to Colorado. Well, Chris, I know the Blues lost tonight by a score of 2-1, to one, but I still think there's some positive to take away from this game. Jordan Bennington looked like an elite goalie tonight. He stopped the penalty shot. He played the puck very well, made the saves when he needed to. I really like the fact that Drew Bannister is getting, it used to be the top nine, bottom three. Now it's top six, bottom six. I'm not sure when that transfer occurred, but he's getting the bottom six guys to play feisty and to be productive, not just out there in log minutes. Mackenzie McEachern, Oscar Sundqvist, even neighbors sometimes when he plays down a line or so. They're hitting. They're grinding. They just held the first place team in the division to two goals, and the second one, a little fluky. They, they got a bounce, and we didn't. But I don't think the Blues have anything to hang their heads about. They played well. They played decent. At one point, they were up on shots 14-4. to four, And uh, Colorado got a bounce, and we didn't. So be it. Team continues to play like this, though. They'll be just fine. For Curbside Reaction, this is Tim Woodburn. Tim, thank you very much. Okay, two key takeaways for me 
after that game against Colorado. And the first one is something we haven't seen much this season. Injuries. With 7.41 remaining in the third period, Marco Scandella took a stick from Kale McCarr underneath his visor that got up near the eye. You could tell he was in some distress as he skated himself off the ice and then ran down. That's a dangerous thing when that sticks sometimes, and it was a follow-through of Kale McCarr that got underneath the visor of Marco Scandella. Then in the final minute of play, in the far corner with the goalie pull, Justin Falk suffered an injury. He was not able to really get back in the play, and the puck came back to him twice. He did what he could, but time ran out before he could get back to the bench, and then he had to be helped down the runway when he got back to the bench. So for the St. Louis Blues, who only had Pavel Buchnevich miss two games in games three and games four of the regular season, and then Sammy Blay missed a game because he was banged up. Those are the only times all season long that the Blues have missed a game to injury. We'll have to wait and see what happens tonight against the Pittsburgh Penguins as the St. Louis Blues play their second game in as many nights and might have a couple of defensive injuries. Now, if the injuries are such that neither of those two players can play in the game, the St. Louis Blues, of course, have Tyler Tucker up already. They'll have to make a recall. And one of the guys to keep an eye on in case he's recalled is Matthew Kessel, who is knocking on the door as an NHL-ready defenseman. Or they could call up Callie Rosen. Don't forget how smooth and skating Callie Rosen is. Callie Rosen could be a heck of a call-up opportunity for the St. Louis Blues if they need some defensive help up here for tonight's game against Pittsburgh. The second takeaway of the game, well, this one's a little more detail-oriented, but you got to look at line changes. There are two key line changes to pull out of that game last night. One, Braden Shen ends up going in on a breakaway in the second period. But before he could get the shot away, the play is whistled offside. Now, how, do you go, how do you go offside on a breakaway? Well, he wasn't offside. It was the players on the line change that hadn't gotten off the ice through the door on the bench in time. You've got to get through the door, over the boards. You've got to understand the moment right there. And sometimes it's just going to happen. Other times there's just got to be more awareness. That's a small detail play. The Blues got to get that door open, players off the ice quicker, sharper, cleaner line change, and Braden Shen's breakaway. He ended up not scoring on it, might have counted. But there was another line change late in the game. And it was Jordan Cairo coming back to the bench from the blue line. But because he was a little slower getting back to the bench, the player couldn't come on in time. And in that short amount of time, Nathan McKinnon was able to get the puck, get it over the line, and in a lane, had a great scoring chance as a result of it saved by Jordan Bennington. But line changes are a big one when it comes to successful play on both ends of the ice and defending well. And that's another one of those habits that Drew Bannister continues to talk about needing to clean up. Those are my two takeaways from the game. The Blues do not have a whole lot of time to think about the loss from last night to the Colorado Avalanche. They take on the Pittsburgh Penguins tonight with a 6 o'clock faceoff from Pittsburgh. And you can hear all the action on our flagship station, 101 ESPN, and, of course, across the St. Louis Blues radio network. Thanks for tuning in to tonight's edition of Curbside Reaction. Have a terrific day, and we'll see you at the rink.